TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59, 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free one-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Merang and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws of monkey sounds in there called good. The old like, Danny Merang pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon. Hey, happy Monday, everybody. Danny and Dusty with you. It's officially Christmas season. Yeah, you know what it is. It is. I am. Uh, I. This is going to be the heads up, neighbor Gary, uh, boring Gary out there. If you're listening, mm. uh, I'm going to need your ladder later today. Oh. Uh, so I haven't fired off the text yet. Yesterday I was Clark W. Griswold in my mm. garage. Last night we had Sunday night football. We got TV in the garage, Jeez. right? Because uh, America. Mm-hmm. And we were. I was doing all the light tests. America. Right? We I had to make sure all of our lights were good. See, we just passed the new, the the yeah, homeowner uh, uh, initiation as oh in the sense of like we've had a house for a while, but I couldn't hang lights because I couldn't that's move right that's up right a ladder because my hips didn't work. Hold on, you're gonna tell us right now that you are going to move up a ladder. I already did. You already did. Took a painkiller Saturday. Yeah. I feel like I need a legal disclaimer for everything you just said. Yeah. <laughs> Took a painkiller Saturday, hopped up on the on the short ladder. Not advised. Not advised. Also, I have one of those um, extendable poles that has a thing that you screw onto the end of it that you can hook uh, clips onto your gutters with. What? Oh yeah, I'll send you the link. So you don't. It's called a ladderless clip placer. Are you serious, Clark? Yeah, it's a real thing. You said ladder, and I was like, but... Uh, yeah, but where's the fun in, like, almost, like, uh, you know... Almost dying? Dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. But I had to get up there to, like... Uh, I realized that I was like, oh, you know what? I didn't clean the gutters this year, so I had to kind of make sure... <laughs> clean a little bit of the gutters yeah. while I was up there. So I had to use the ladder. Very important. Yes. Um, but uh, I had my first light failure. Uh, and we don't have because it's we've only been in the house for uh, three years. Yeah. We don't, and because I hadn't hung them, I had mm. we don't have a ton of Christmas lights. Mm. So I had to order new ones. So half our house is lit up right now. Mm. What's got two mm. thumbs mm. and is a prime candidate for uh, an investor in a scissor lift? Mm. That guy, that guy, yes. that guy right over yeah, there. Who doesn't love a good scissoring? <laughs> yeah, but 
hold on. What did uh, Uncle Spud have? Did he, did he put up Christmas lights with his little claw? <laughs> I've been sure thinking about Uncle Spud for Endlessly. five days now. Yeah, it was it's, well, it was one level home too, just a ranch style home. So yeah, he didn't have to get up too high there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Shout out ranch right. homes, by the way. Yeah, ranch homes are great. Uh, I I will yeah. never live in a two story house again. Yeah. Well, you you for different reasons than the most of us. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I I just I will if You'd I have the if I did I would have yes I would hundred percent have the chair going all right hundred percent have the chair the stairs. Left. There's no doubt about that. I will not be doing stairs in my house ever again. Except you know Danny would soup that thing up and it's not going to be that pokey. It's going to get him up those stairs in about a be, second and a half. Yeah. No, we're not going to have that three minutes. Be like tossing him out at the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Soup this bad boy up. Yeah. This ain't. <laughs> This more, ain't street legal. Yeah. More power. No, we, we're going to have a seatbelt on that thing to make sure it's, it's you know, it's the, it's not the uh, Fast and Furious ejecto seat. It just does. gets right up to the top and Danny just goes flying off the side of it. Like, oh, we're here. We got a padded wall up there. Uh, all right. Well, hey, it is it is Christmas season. Uh, accept, acceptable things. Christmas music. Uh, having your Christmas lights turned on on your home. Yeah, mine are on. Yeah. Yeah, about very proud of all the people that just stuck right through the last 12, 11 months and mm. they were like, "Hey, guess what? Plug them back in cuz they're still up. It's going to it's going to we're going to turn these bad boys on mm-hmm. come come Thanksgiving time, so might as well leave them up." Yep. Oh, I still had a bunch of those clips on the gutter from last yeah. year. I I I went to do we have a, a pine tree in the front yard and um I went to put the lights in there and I realized inside the tree there was another set of lights from the previous family i was like oh 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 because they were like deep in the tree deep in like 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 really they, yeah uh, they, they like i don't know probably like fallen in a little yeah. bit more i bet it's because it's a pain in the ass to light up your trees oh it is exterior illumination is a passion of mine yeah i love it yeah yeah i love christmas lights my wife told me like i'm putting I'm, them up i like them i don't i don't like putting them up but my wife told me that it was uh my thing the outdoor the outside of the house was my thing it really is which makes sense right now because only half the house is lit <laughs> that's right so i i had the other the other oh. box show up uh yesterday you are a human that is usually fully lit but <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well know, that's half. like our house when only i've been drinking only half the house is lit <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, everybody have a good Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's all around. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Saturday was a great day. It yeah. felt like a it felt like a month ago that yeah, Thanksgiving no, happened. Right? There's been a there's been a lot that has happened. 4 days then. is a lot. No, I sent you guys a text message of of our Thanksgiving. It was fun. Yeah. It was great, but um my Thanksgiving bingo card happened. Ooh, that's for sure. We we hit pretty much everything. You got them all. Oh yeah, and then the ones we talked about off air hit too. So, um, you know what? Good for you. Yeah. No, my wife had to pat me on the knee more than a few times. It's like it's okay. Easy. It's okay. Just don't say Easy. anything. Don't say anything. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. lose it. Yeah, mine was uh relatively low key compared to that. I didn't. I don't know if we hit any of the bingo card without me Bring it trying up. to you know poke Instigate. the bear a little mm. bit and. I'll be damned. They know my tricks. <laughs> this family has figured me out. They didn't take the bait not yeah. one time. I know they were chum- not one time. They were chumming the water for Gosh. me. Gosh, yeah, they were. And I just I you just, just didn't take no, it. No, look at you, grown up. Yeah, well, but, well, I mean, had you been taking a dump, I think that's one thing that we've learned. You would yes. have you would have argued with every single one of those people. Get on. That's that's what you do. Uh, it it wasn't your time. From the crapper. <laughs> yeah, where's Danny at? Oh no. Oh no. Oh boy. Oh, now my phone's blowing Uh-oh. up. Oh, our our dinner's being subtweeted. <laughs> this is horrible. I mean, I, now he's naming names. I may or may not have 
put a poll out on Twitter asking how long you do or don't spend at Thanksgiving. Ooh, what was the answer to that? Uh, and I think I put it at uh, less than an hour, hour to two and a half, two and a half. To <laughs> less than an hour? <laughs> three and a half, and then like three and a half plus. Half of the people said like three and a half plus, but the next group was like two and a half. Like they're like, mm, get in, get out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I said those less than an hour folks. That's like the. Pop in, grab a plate, say, hey, yeah. I'm still alive. And See you later. Yeah, Essentially a middle finger. Beep, beep. <laughs> Peace out. Which is quite times. the statement to make. I mean, right? go ahead and make the statement that family is important, but you're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, isn't that what you're trying to say? Right. D- during that moment right yeah, there. You're yeah. important enough for yeah. me to show up for a little bit. Gosh, well, the food might just it. be good enough. That was a long time ago. Also, I, I, I had this to say that day, too. If you only make it once a year, it is not an elite dish. Can't be. I just I disagree with that. Can't be. I disagree with it because it's just traditions, right? Mm. It's traditions. Tradition is not elite. See, well, um, well not then, about, I, it's how about not this? about a particular dish. It's the collection of dishes yeah. together that make yeah. you know the 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 sum of the the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Yeah, like uh, my wife makes this like a. Like a Jello cranberry sauce, something or other With pretzels. It's re- no, no. It's really good. It's really good to have, but it's a pain in the ass to make. So it's like, yay, we're gonna make this like once a year because yeah. it's really good. We have it this time. But like dressing, we have, we have, we'll make you know stuffing at other times during the year. It's definitely cold season. It's cold season food. You're not making yeah. it in August, uh-uh. for God's sakes. Mashed potatoes and gravy. Yep, you'll have it other times of the year, right? I mean, it's really good. You just don't go out and make the whole big-ass turkey and, you know, risk burning your home down, deep-frying it, which is an awesome move, and it is so good. It is delicious. There's a reason why people risk it all to, like, burn down their homes or trailer parks or apartment complexes. It's because it's so damn good to a deep-fried turkey. You get that thing injected right, you do, like, some Cajun injections on that Mm. thing, you treat that turkey right, deep-frying it is worth it, and that is elite. I think it just means it's extra special. Cajun injections, usually you need to sign a waiver for. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, That is true. One of my favorite traditions is uh, the videos of idiots who put frozen turkeys in uh, deep fryers. Yeah, can't do it frozen. So funny. And you have to, it has to be a slow slow drop. drop. It is like, you got to be patient with that bad Mm -hmm. boy. It's got to take at least a minute, Mm -hmm. maybe even two on, depending on how full your. It's like you you need one of those contraptions like dropping the engine back in a car. Cherry picker. Yes, thank you. That's right. Yeah. It's That's funny right. that you say that because I actually had a friend who used mm. a yeah. cherry picker for yeah. one one year. Yeah. Um, that's how Uncle Spud lost one of his fingers. <laughs> he got it caught in the cherry picker. Yeah, lowering the turkey down. <laughs> It'll get you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out how <laughs> Spud lost those other fingers outside of we know one's a dryer accident, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. You know, one, Sounds like an adult video one hell of a heavy door. One part that, about that... Uh, Uncle Spud was kind of like a, uh, he was a very modern man for those times because mm. if he was born in the 1800s and he was working a, a, a laundry machine and he was working the dryer, I mean, that usually wasn't the man's yeah. job. He I was, feel like he was pretty progressive. He's yeah. a very progressive yeah. uh, man, minus, you know, the fingers. Yeah. Uh, he was ahead of, ahead, of, <laughs> ahead of his time. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he couldn't count to seven, but he <laughs> could do a lot of things. 
Well, he could just not on his fingers. Oh man, we had a lot. We had a lot that we that we went through. Um, let's see. Since we last left you, mm-hmm. we all had Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We had uh, the Civil War happen. Indeed, we had Jonathan Smith leave for another Jeez. job. Yeah, we had Washington scraped by another game, uh-huh. winning the Apple Cup. We had one of the best Iron Bowl finishes of all time, Alabama and Auburn. Ryan Day cried again. R- Ryan Day did cry again. <laughs> Uh, this time, Lou Holtz had nothing to do with it, as far as I know. Um, and then, uh, let's see. what. A, oh, a great weekend of NFL action. Indeed. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is, in fact, that dude. That's right. Mm. That's right. That's right. It, it's been busy. Mm-hmm. It's been very busy. Uh, and I lost the state championship game. Oh, yeah, on okay. Saturday. It's okay. I'm very proud of the Banks Braves. Which is why your... your, your My beard is gone. Yeah. Well, it would have been gone no matter what. I was shaving that thing off no matter what. <laughs> you look mm. weird without it. I Do I? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm a facial hair guy. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not. You were leaning into it. I'm not. But I had, uh, I had one of those parenting moments after the game that uh, it, it's very hard to figure out how to react um, because, you know, one thing about coaching that I love and why I do it is because I want to love the game of football, but it's really important to me because my dad was a coach and I was always around practices, games, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I had a bunch of big brothers around me. Right. Yeah. And so one of the reasons why I love doing it now is I can take my son Bennett with me and he can experience all those things. And it makes me so happy to see his connection that he has with our players as well, because he talks smack with them. He, you know, he has fun with them. They love him. He loves them. And it's really cool. And and I love it. After the game, (laughs) we're all up in our feelings. Right. And I go into the locker room, all that stuff. um, And I get a text from my wife saying I had to separate your son from the other players. And I was like, what? Uh, apparently, my son uh, took it upon himself to stand up for uh, his his Banks Braves brothers. And uh, he he's, he was telling the, the opponents he disliked them. <laughs> he didn't swear, which I'm very proud of. Yeah. Uh, He'll get there. That gets you in trouble with mom. I'm also very proud that he he has that little bit in him to... Always know he's gonna ride or die, right? Yep. Right. But then I was like, dude, you cannot be doing that, man. <laughs> like, we do. Like, no, no. Subtle, the subtle knuckle bumps under the table. No, but no. It's like, no. You cannot tell them that that you don't like them because they lost. They they beat the, the team that you love. Yeah. But he, like in his little mind, he was like, no. Like these guys. He could hear them kind of chirping, you know, and they're celebrating, right? They weren't chirping at our guys or nothing like that. Right. Um, but he he knew that their their joy was bringing so much pain. He was like, uh-uh. <laughs> and so there was a part of me that was like, I love I love that about you, <laughs> but buddy, we don't do that. There, there's some competitive juices we, there. We don't. Uh-uh. No, I don't want I don't want the chirping, <laughs> but I like the ride or die nature that you have. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, you're just torn. That so all this times. will serve you well. It, it, he's he's got a little dog in him. Mm-hmm. He's got a little dog in him. It, the, we got to pull the leash back quite a few times. Might need to choke collar for it, but <laughs> he's he's got a little bit of dog in him. Uh, all right, hey, let's get this show going. Um, we have got three hours, and it's going to be a lot of football. We got to sprinkle some basketball in here too, because also with Damian Lillard played against the Portland Trailblazers Indeed. again yesterday, and on a football Sunday, I shall tell you, you watch basketball. Main screen oh. had basketball on it, and it was Blazers. 
and Bucks. Mm. I had to watch. Yeah. You had to watch that. Absolutely. Um, and then it was actually encouraging, too. Sure. I mean, Scoot, Scoot played really well in the yeah. first half. He played really well. Sign, signs of uh, improvement. Um, but we also have got to get to the biggest elephant in the room here. Uh, the Civil War, look, the implications of this Civil War were bigger than ever. We knew that heading in, but so was the fallout. Jonathan Smith heads to Michigan State. Uh, a massive blow to Oregon State. Hear what the coach had to say today. Um, he has spoken to the Big Ten media. Um, he went on the Big Ten Network. And look, where do the beeves go from here? And why did Jonathan State or Jonathan State Smith jump ship to Michigan State? This is Danny Dusty on the fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The Oregon Ducks take the 127th meeting between Oregon and Oregon State, 31-7. to A route. But the bigger news heading into that game was the future of Jonathan Smith at Oregon State. And coming out of it, it was... Where Jonathan Smith landed, uh, he took the job, and it was almost instantaneous after the game. It was before the game. It was Nicole Auerbach saying that they're zeroing in on Jonathan Smith. Yeah, we talked about it coming into the weekend in yeah. the sense of like, I think it was Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, no, it was Wednesday because Thanksgiving. Wednesday. So Tuesday we heard that he was a finalist, and we kind of looked at each other like, this is interesting. Because you looked at all the other names, Jonathan Smith was the name in that list. Absolutely, and you're going. These other guys are just names. These are these are favors being paid to agents. Yep. You you, you knew who they were well, going. And then Jonathan after. Smith said it himself. Yeah. And you go. You went. 
Oh, and then Smith had made those comments about, you know, being real about the process and my agent doing X and Y. Like, you got through all of that. Yeah. And it was like, oh, there's there's real legs to this. Yeah. And yeah. then it became, oh, this is done. And, look, before the game, I can say that even before the game on Friday, you know, just talking to some people around Oregon State and being down there in the stadium – um, they did not have a good feeling that that Jonathan Smith was going to be there beyond this season. I don't know how quickly everybody thought all the parts would move, mm-hmm. but they, there was a lot of it doesn't feel good. Like right now, it, it doesn't look good. Like and nobody knew for certain, but it was it doesn't feel good. It doesn't look good about his future staying at Oregon State. Then on Saturday he gets hired, and yesterday we hear this from his like uh, informal press conference on when he knew he was leaving, and this fired up Oregon State fans a little bit more. When you had a big game with Oregon, of course, when did you know this was going to happen? You know, we I felt confident. I'll be honest with you, but I did want to sleep on it one more night type yeah. thing. Um, but the uh, it, it in my mind. It's been a long time. What's been your long vision of Michigan State from a distance? Look, I want to grow, uh, dive into it and learn about the place, and I'm anxious to do that. But we want to compete and win at the biggest level. What's your opening message to Spartan fans? I'm excited to be here. We're ready to go to work. Um, This is a special place. I'm anxious to learn about it. Have you decided who you're going to bring from your staff from Oregon State? Not not, well. I got some guys on the plane, but nothing final on exacts, and and we got time to. He knew. I mean, he knew. He knew. When it was going to be right, yeah. he knew it was. He knew it was going to be before. He had a good feeling about it, but the very first conversations that he had, and that would be like a week ago, mm-hmm. a week prior, right? And then you have today. He went on the uh, Big Ten Network mm-hmm. and did his first like sit down real interview of all right. Why leave Oregon State for Michigan State? Why Michigan State's program? Well, there was a lot to like. Um, uh, Put some thought into it as the process went on. I just felt the fit was was great in regards to what I value in regards to this community, this fan base, uh, a program of substance, uh, being a program where we're working to develop uh, young men on and off the field. Listening to Alan and his vision for the place uh, was right in line on how I like to do things. And so there's a lot there, this passionate fan base. I think you can win at a high level. There's some serious work to do here, and I'm excited about diving into it. That's a lot of coach speak. Anybody mm-hmm. that takes over a program, you hear that, but him saying it's a program of substance, yeah, then what are you leaving? Familiar. Like, what are you leaving then? Yeah. Right? Oh, vaguely familiar? You mean Dan Landing saying we're rooted in substance, mm-hmm. yelling that over and over again <laughs> before the Colorado game? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have that, and like, there's like these little things that it's just like a, a they're it's like a knife going into the side of Oregon State fans, right? Because everything that he's saying, like, he got a lot of work to do. Yeah, he said that when he got to Oregon State, yeah. and he did a lot of work, and he mm-hmm. did a lot of great work, and got them to a point where, hey, you are competitive. They were ranked tenth in the country a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and. Now it's, I want a program of substance, right? And I think the thing here that was not being said is the loudest part of this. And you and I have gone through this. And we, over the last year, thought that they're probably done, but maybe there's a Hail Mary chance. And Jonathan Smith was going to be that Hail Mary chance. You find a way through the legal system, through the conferences, to pool some money and keep you afloat. Keep doing what you're doing. Make sure Eden Childs doesn't transfer. Damian Martinez doesn't transfer. Keep bringing some guys in that you can grow. 
survive for the next two years. And then maybe the Big 12 opens up. Maybe a super conference mm-hmm. opens up. Just survive long enough on your own as a quasi-independent to get that opportunity. Jonathan Smith is there. He's in the trenches at Oregon State. He knows what the reality is. And I'd imagine over the last week he had discussions with the AD. What does my budget look like? Mm-hmm. How much money am I going to get to have to keep players? How much money am I going to have to go get players? How much money am I going to have for my staffers? What are we going to be able to support? Yeah. And I would almost guarantee that the answers he got there were not good. And that's what I always thought that Jonathan Smith would see them through this roughest part because it is a program that means a ton to him. Yes. It, it's it, it does. And like I understand where Oregon State fan is coming from here because this is a death blow to your program. I mean, there's no there's no ands, ifs, or buts about it. There's no other way to say it. This is a death blow because it tells you about the financial footing, the st- long-term stability and viability. And this is coming from a guy who knew what he was getting himself into when he took the Oregon State job, mm-hmm. right? And has done an incredible job. Yeah. But he knows... What they have is not sustainable, even for this two-year period. Yeah, it's where not enough. It was, hey, we're going to have an influx of money coming, and we're going to split it with Washington State. But it, you're right, it's not enough, and there's so much in- uncertainty moving forward that you sit there and you go, if the guy who who came when this program was in the drags, man, like it, this program was as low as it was, you. It could was one of the worst get. programs in the country. The cupboard was bare. The there was more apathy than ever mm-hmm. with Oregon State football. Like it felt like, you know, the Pettibone days mm-hmm. where it was really bad at Oregon State. And then he slowly chipped away and he built something into a bona fide damn good football yes. team. Like they're not a, a very good, not even like Pac 12 team, yeah. a very good team. But what this ultimately comes down to is that he did exactly what every other school in the conference that when found their own footing was self-preservation, right? It was, it was looking out for himself and his future too. Yeah. And that's what all the schools did in conference realignment. Mm -hmm. And this is what Jonathan Smith hand was forced to. And I thought it was going to be a couple more years because everybody would look around and say, he could, he, that's a damn good coach still. Mm -hmm. And he's going to see this thing through and there were going to be opportunities over the next two years. But I think it says a lot about the Where internal conversations yes. about the future uh, of Oregon State that he felt so uncomfortable with it that he jumped for Michigan State. Like, Michigan State is not a bad job. No, but it, 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 is, a, it is a lateral job. I, I, I think it is. Yeah, I think it's an improvement. I think I think it is an improvement when you look at historically just the sure. history of the of the program. If you look at over the last decade, you know they've gone to multiple New Year Six bowls and won New Year Six bowls. But they, where they sit in the conference, I think they, it's about the same. But they and they do have. I mean, they have. But they have a conference. That's they the have. Kicker. They have a conference. They have more ten win seasons in the last ten years than Oregon State has ever. Sure. Right. Like th- that's where Michigan State is not a great program as when you look at the Big Ten in the hierarchy of it. If you look back at when they were at their best mm-hmm. this in the last 10 years, they're a good program. It was when Michigan and Ohio State were both down. Sure. Right? They're still a good program. They are a good they're they're solid. They they they, they pump out NFL dudes at probably about the same rate as Oregon State. But Michigan and Ohio State are, are back. back. <laughs> and they're both 
really damn good. One's better than the other. And now you're adding Oregon, Washington, USC, and UCLA. Mm-hmm. Like you'll be familiar with those guys. What it really is, what and this is all on like this is it is like Michigan State is like a UCLA, right? Where it's like yeah they they could be really good at times, sure. but they're never they're never they are always seemingly like there but never they're always little brother there yeah they're always little brother they won and they I I, I should take that back they've won conference championship games but look UCLA was in the first two conference championship games in the Pac-12 too right and that everybody will say well that's because USC was down well because Michigan and Ohio State were kind of down too. same kind of place yeah right kind of seems like they're in that that same spot but the fact of the matter is it is an upgrade it is an upgrade. It's not. I don't think it's a lateral move, but you are going into this with an uphill climb against the competition in your conference. And you mentioned the familiarity that he has with the new four schools. And there was something that he said in an interview with the Big Ten Network um, about the timing of his departure from Oregon State and that familiarity with the four incoming Pac-12 schools. And I want to get to that first. Mm-hmm. We got uh, the Big Kahuna who woke up sexy as hell again today on the fan. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. 503-864-6326. That's the Vancouver Ford text line. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them online at VancouverFord.com. Talking Jonathan Smith taking the Michigan State job. He went on the Big Ten Network today and uh, did an interview. Uh... A couple of answers that really stuck out to me. We heard you. We we uh, we me? played for you. Mm. The why Michigan State, but he was also asked why did he leave Oregon State and the timing of leaving Oregon State. Yeah, uh, that place means a ton. No question. These things aren't always easy. I go back to the timing and the and the fit. I wasn't going to just abandon a place. I wanted to be going to a place, um, and so. That I go back to the conversations, um, learning more and more about Michigan State. This felt like the right timing, the right fit for me. That right there, like I, I do believe that this was really hard for Jonathan Smith, and and I I will say that. And um, I think there was a lack of transparency with his players when you hear what his players are saying in all this. Like I don't know if you've seen Anthony Goulds or. Uh, Damian Martinez's Twitters lately. They're they're not they're not happy individuals. Uh, no. Uh, Damian Martinez had a tweet, you know, yesterday that was, you know, he can't do fake. He loves the real Beaver Nation. And then you know somebody retweeted Jonathan Smith's comments of when he knew he was going to go, and it was when the conversation started with Michigan State, which could have been a month ago, mm-hmm. right? And uh, he, Damian T- Martinez just retweeted a guy uh, that said, is this the crap Damian Martinez knew about but can't say? No loyalty. If I was players hearing this, I'd be living. No way the guy's giving 100% to his team this year. Wow. And, you know, his players are retweeting all this, you know. Um, you know, one person called him a snake. He called Jonathan Smith a snake. Damian Martinez retweeted that, right? They're, they're going to be hurt. Um, and when John, when you hear Jonathan Smith say, I didn't want to abandon 
Oregon State. That's mm-hmm. a, they, uh, that is you. Anytime a coach leaves, that's exactly what you're doing. There's no there's no way around it. That's the hard part yeah. about this business. You are abandoning them, but then he's saying he wanted to go somewhere where there's stability, right? And it's like to take care of yourself in this situation, you you have to screw somebody over. And that was every single. And I I get it. And this is like another. This is the one that probably stings just as bad as everybody else in the conference leaving you is that mm. this is one of your own yes. who's leaving you. But it's the same feeling because it is that self-preservation, having to look out when everything else is crumbling around you. What do you do? It's the Will Smith, why don't he want me, man? Like it, Yep. It's, it, 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 Pursuit it, it, of Happiness. That movie is sad as hell. No, that was the Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. Prince. Yeah. His, real, Prince. His, his, his real dad. Hugging Uncle Phil. Hugging Uncle Phil. Yeah. Yeah, was, oh, I remember what, that. I cried on that one, too. You know, you know that was an ad lib? Really? Yeah. That's, that's, that's really good. Which is why it crushed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pursuit of Happiness is really sad. That's too. another he's, one. Though. He's in the cur- curls up in the bar- bathroom with a kid. Bathroom. Oh, yeah. God. That's brutal. Yeah, that sucks. Um, Very, very sad. I, I genuinely feel bad for Oregon State. Like, I, I, I really do. Like, I, 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 I understand. I, I'm, obviously, I'm not on a beaver, so it's different for me. And I, but it sucks. And the thing about this is what we were talking about here in Jonathan Smith. Can a coach, can a coach leave a program and tell his players? And I will, I will say honestly, I don't believe you can. I don't think you can operate in earnest because you're having those discussions. And the way that, that, that this business is set up right now is that you have those discussions while you're playing or while you're while you're in season. Yeah. If it's if it's an, if it's you know before a transfer or before a bowl, and uh, because of that, you can't. <clears throat> You can't have earnest conversations with your players, no, because of what that could mean. And talking to Beavers fans over the last couple of days, you know, I get what you're saying in the sense of I just wish he would have been more honest. And if I, if I thought anyone ever was going to break that trend in how you operate, I thought maybe it would be him. He, and, and I don't think it's necessarily a fault because of the, if, if you. And I know you, you, it's hard for Beaver fans to take the emotion out of this. If you look at the reality of the situation, if you or anyone else is in that spot, you're doing the exact same thing as Jonathan Smith. Not only are you getting a raise, you're going to a place where the foundation is not falling apart underneath you. And I know that sucks to hear Beaver fans, but right now there's, there's nothing there to work with. Yeah. And he knows the reality of that. And as much as he would love to tell those kids like, look guys, I, I can't stay. I, I'm looking around. I can't tell you everything because that's not my place to tell you everything. But this isn't. It's not sustainable, and I gotta go. Yeah, and look, if the windfall of of cash could have come to him and his staff, would that have changed things? Would have made it a heck of a lot harder. But when you get that no, and that's right? that's the thing is the answer was very clearly no. You get the no, then look, you know you can't keep up keep up with the Joneses anymore, and that's where. It falls apart as well. And this is like, it, all of this comes back to, he was also, like, he, he may have not been crystal clear with his players because n- no coaches in any of these instances, and there's always going to be, you know, hard feelings towards a coach that leaves, and especially one that, you know, is one of your own. But he told everybody, he told everybody, he told he told everybody when he said, that's what my agent gets paid to do is look yes. out for these opportunities. 
And, and, and he, he was very clear, everyone's agent, if your agent is doing their job and he's not wrong, because not only are you doing this for those opportunities, but you're doing these so that you can take them to the, your, your ADs to get your guys raises. And if Scott Barnes knew a month ago he knew that Michigan State was reaching out, then this wasn't a surprise to him either. No. So, y- Which you is look why we got that. the statement that we got. Well, and then you get this statement too. Like They asked him about the familiarity of having the four schools from the Pac-12 that are going to the Big Ten, if that's going to be an advantage. There's something that he slips in here. I want to, I want to see if you guys catch it too. Or, or When he talks about the, the Big Ten now in these four schools in it. Yeah, there's no question that I got familiarity and background with those, you know, those four teams, the, the West Coast. I will say it this way: I'm excited to get over here in the state of Michigan, learn and grow. I go back to the fit, and even now, being here 20, 24 hours, the people uh, fit a lot of what I want to be about: low ego, high output, uh, blue collar, working at it, and then. Uh, I feel confident in that. Those four teams joining the league, what I felt, again, was so intriguing for me on this opportunity was this conference is the best in the country. You talk about those four additions across the board, um, and I wanted to be able to have a chance to compete at the highest level. Right there at the end, man. Mm-hmm. It all came down to he wanted to be competing at the highest level, which is what everybody wanted to do, and that's why they all are going to the Big Ten, the Big 12. And he knows and, that Oregon State is its a Mountain West team now. It is. It is. And that, that makes this – I mean, it may make it easier to to now just have that final realization. To, the, that, ske- the scheduling thing, it's no longer a problem. No. it's You're, you're going to know. You're holding on for the next two years yeah. for money. Yeah. And then after that – that's where that's where the fate lies yeah. because he's he that that is the he wanted to compete at the highest levels the big 10 is is the i mean it's just two conferences now big, big 10, 10 and the SEC, sec they are the two highest levels yeah. and that is it he didn't want to claw that and scratch stinks. and try to hang on and maybe get to the big 12 because yeah. even if you get there you're still not at the highest levels yep if the pac 12 stays together the way that they are trending and this is what makes the death of this conference so so unfortunate. I don't think this is a thing where this is going to be a one-off year. As much as the quarterback play, Caleb, Penix, Bo, mm-hmm. we're going to are going to go off to the NFL. I think all of those programs are heading in positive directions. Oregon, yeah. Oregon State, USC, UCLA, Washington, hell, even Washington State, yeah. Arizona. I think Colorado. What what program in the Pac-12 is declining? Uh, Who is not well, an upswing? Uh, I mean, Stanford and Arizona State are in a really tough place, but, but they're on they, upswings. You have you have the idea of the direction that they're going to pull, pull it out because they're you know, coaching. Their coaching has yes. is actually really good. Yes, and they, a, they are really good, and they actually were not as bad as what people thought. No, and that's the thing is, you look around this conference right now, and this is what makes this so terrible. I can't think of a time when it was in a better spot. No. No. And, the, and the, that top to bottom. All of that was the presidents, the commissioner, they figured it out too late. Yep. They made the commitment too late. And that was it. Like it, it takes time to mm-hmm. see the payoff of that. Uh, to see the payoff of that commitment, especially when you're so late in the game. But Jed Fish at Arizona, he just got a big contract extension today. Mm-hmm. Uh you're seeing that commitment, it was too little, too late. 
and that's what sucks for for the Pac-12. And it sucks for Oregon State and Washington State, too, because they started making a commitment before some of the other schools did. Mm-hmm. And when they when they tried to figure it out and they brought Jonathan Smith in and they made all of the upgrades to their facilities that they have over the last, you know, decade, um, Washington State did the same thing. They made their facility upgrades. They mm-hmm. went out and they got Mike Leach yep. and they made that big hire. And that was ahead of a lot of these other teams pushing in for that commitment. And those are the ones that are going to left behind. That That is a damn shame. That sucks. It's a damn shame. Uh, Jonathan Smith is gone. Uh, the future of the program is uh, as foggy as ever. Um, and that is going to be something that it's going to be a long time um, because Heinsohn, receivers coach, is now the interim head coach. By all accounts, it appears that Trent Bray is the target for uh, the head coach in the early runnings of this. I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be really hard to try to find somebody that will go there and stick around there. Bray for a while. But when you have a defensive-minded coach, and look, Jonathan Smith's taking his offensive staff with him. He's yeah. taking his own line coach. He's taking the most important pieces with him to Michigan State, with the exception S- of Sans Trent Bray. Trent Bray. But when those guys are going, and who are you going to bring in for your offensive coordinator? You know, if you have success with an offensive coordinator at that at Oregon State or in the Mountain West, those guys become head coaches somewhere else really fast. And we're finding that commitment of that pool of money. It's going to be really hard for them to build a staff as good as the one they had at Oregon State over the last six seasons. All right. <clears throat> one more on that one. Um, and what happens with Oregon State as, as the show goes on? We do need to talk about the Civil War. Um, but before we get to the Civil War, mm-hmm. we had uh, an update of the rankings, which all of the games that happened this past weekend, they really did make a clearer picture of what's at stake mm-hmm. this weekend in conference championship weekend. We'll get into that next. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080 the fan. All right. Uh, I want to get to a lot of the text feedback that we've gotten on the Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6326. And there's a lot. Yeah. I th- like This is the great part about sports radio, though, is that we get these days where uh, it's not just you know talking mess and cracking fart jokes on, on the text line, but you get real feelings coming out about your alma mater, the school you root for, the people that you've grown a connection with that you may not even know. Like, isn't that a great thing about sports? Like, you can not meet a person and you can love someone. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> grown men crying type yeah. stuff, right? No, there's absolutely. Uh, and then they leave and you're like, damn. I you're just a got monster. Dumped. I hate you. Yeah. I just got dumped. Uh, and so uh, there's a lot of thoughtful responses, um, some hateful ones too. Yeah. And that's okay. No, I, that's I, what today's I, for. I, I get it. And it's been like that for the last couple of days. Especially when. I think to the point of, of what you're talking about, like you said, it, you you felt it was like a lateral move from mm-hmm. Michigan, Oregon State to Michigan State, and like historically they are better. But I get, I, I feel where fans are like, dude, they were three of the last four years they've sucked. No, right? And if you're looking at the trending of, of of the organizations of the programs, Oregon State yeah. was in a much better spot well, as a football program for sure. Mel Tucker was a disaster yeah. as a person. Yes. And coaching, too, mm-hmm. uh, without ex- exception of the first year. This is the school that harbored Larry Nasser. Are we forgetting about that? Yeah. Right? Like, they've had a, a just a 
long slog of just missteps up there. I can see where that where where you feel like that. Um, and so we'll get to that feedback. Um, I just, promise you. Just will. as an aside, yeah. Uh, looking at twenty four seven sports, uh, looking at the Big Ten recruiting rankings mm-hmm. heading into next year. Mm-hmm. Do you know where Michigan State is? Uh, I will uh, near the bottom at the bottom. <laughs> they there's one team behind them. Uh, it is Northwestern. Yeah, who hasn't had a head coach either all year. Yeah, and that's the hard part is that you're behind the eight ball in recruiting because when you have an interim coach, like everybody's jumping ship, and that you've already but, seen that at Oregon State. But this is also why, and I, I I've replied to a few people on the text line. Why couldn't he wait until the end of the season? Portal. Because he can't. Because the portal literally opens in three days. No, uh, one uh, one week from today, December fourth. It just it opens December fourth. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They moved the the date around. It's it's December fourth, and then at that point, look, all bets are off. And he needed to have boots on the ground there, and you need to start pillaging other teams. Yeah. In Oregon State, yours is about to be pillaged. Yeah. That's it's that's ugly. It's, 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 that's I, it. I don't want to talk about it, but Oregon State, you're going to lose everyone. Yeah, I don't. I, Damian Martinez seems like he loves Oregon State, so maybe you keep him. But he's got one year to showcase his abilities. He's, he's and, an NFL running back. He, I don't. I don't mm-hmm. know if he can stay. No, no. Offensive line is going to be revamped anyways, and that was going to be an uphill climb, yeah. no matter what. Jonathan Smith, because you're sending three dudes probably to the NFL. And then you have what is this offense going to look like? Who are they mm-hmm. going to bring in? You know, he's got to look out for his best interest too. Aiden and, Childs is going to have twenty of the top fifty schools in the country I, calling. I, I bet the school down the road is probably going to call him too. A hundred percent. I bet you Washington calls. I, I, yep. I, I bet they you they all should. They they're all going to call. Yeah, they can call him and say, "Hey." You want to go beat Michigan State a few years in a row? <laughs> <laughs> um, but in in the meantime, you know, Jonathan Smith's probably going to try to take him as well. Um, so there's a lot that that we need to get get to in, in that regard. Uh, the top 25 and the, the AP side of things has been refreshed, and we do have a little bit of change, and it does tell us what is on the line um, coming up in the Pac-12 championship game because. The Pac-12 championship game now, it feels more than ever, win and you're in. And the what the Oregon Ducks were able to do on Friday night was an exclamation point of their regular season. Let's talk about uh, what happened in the 127th installment of the Civil War. And then we'll get into the Apple Cup next hour as well. Uh, we have our worst day on the web and a whole lot more. We're just getting going, baby. We still need to get to Dame uh, playing against the Blazers for the first time uh, and a uh, a host of NFL stuff as well. This is Danny and Dusty. Our number one's in the books. We head to hour two next on The Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t oh, 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 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.